This episode contains material about abusive relationships that listeners might find very disturbing. Our guest today hopes that sharing her story will help others break free from those situations. If you find yourself in an abusive relationship, please call 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233 or call 911 in an emergency. Welcome to the Lemon Spark Podcast, where we share stories about lemons that spark a new direction in life. I'm your host, Barbara Zabala. Welcome, Lacey Page, to the Lemon Spark Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Everyone, I want to introduce you to Lacey Page. She is a senior in high school in Omaha, Nebraska. And she has agreed to tell us her story about her lemons and what sparked from those lemons. So hi, Lacey. Please tell us about your your lemons. So my lemon, a relationship of mine. Um, It was my first relationship. Very first. um, I was a freshman in high school. Very new and fresh to the relationship gang, I guess. And it turned very sour. Very, very sour. Was it was right away that it turned sour or was it after a little bit? I don't think I realized the situation I was in from the beginning or even in the middle. It was like the very end where I realized what situation I got myself in and how much danger I was in and how he was in and everybody else around us. Start off good, I guess. I, I wouldn't know any other way, but then stuff started turning or I started noticing things that would happen over and over again. Him getting angry at the littlest of things. He'd be out with my friends. They're they're just friends. And he would get upset with me. Why are you doing this to me? Don't you love me? He had to be there all the time. Very alarming at first. I was a lot of crying during those times and I I thought it was all my fault. He always seemed to pin it back on me and never on himself. Or when he would put him on himself, it would be so hard. He'd become suicidal and he would always use that against me. I'm going to kill myself, Lacey. There was multiple times where I had to call the police or my parents had to call the police and they had to call his parents. He had to go to the hospital a couple times during the relationship. It was a lot and it was my first relationship. So it left a, left a mark. A huge mark on me. I realized how wrong this situation was and I needed to get out. I felt that way. I think it was a moment watching a TV show where I saw these two characters, they looked at each other and I saw how much love and support they had for each other in their eyes and I realized I didn't love him the way he loved me. I needed to end things and I tried but it didn't work out too well. He blackmailed me. All my trust for anybody went out the door after he tried to blackmail me. Awful thing somebody would have to go through. I was like, I can't handle that. We'll we'll keep trying. I decided to keep trying and uh, texted him later that day. I was like, here are the problems I have with the relationship. Let's try and work them out. Let's try and talk them out. And he took it in the wrong way, and he uh, tried to kill himself again. 
I knew it was for real. I think the other times were for real as well, but I knew he, uh, he swallowed the pills this time. I know he did that for sure. Parents got home and I was sobbing. Um, I told him that uh, he was going to die. So they called his, his mom. She took him to the hospital and he texted me that we needed to end things. And I knew that he wouldn't text me that. It was his mother behind it. I'm so thankful for that. I never felt freer in that moment. I was like, it's gone. The weight of the world, the weight of knowing that you're the only thing stopping someone from killing themselves. It's an awful, awful thing to have on your shoulders. And that weight was gone. It was amazing. And then uh, started sophomore year, he released some private information about me, about the relationship we were in. Some of it was true. Some of it wasn't. He shared it to the whole band. I was in marching band, still am in marching band. All of my friends, they didn't believe him, but I didn't quit or I didn't even skip a practice. I'm going to stand my turf. This is mine. He can't take this away from me. He's taken so much from me. I went back and they all acted like it was, an, it was a regular day. He got in trouble with the school. He got in trouble was, for sharing the private information about you? Yeah, we reported it. He did stay in band, though. We were in marching band. He didn't go to a lot of practices or games, but sometimes he would show up. I would just try to ignore him as much as possible. I didn't want him to be there. I didn't like seeing him. He was just a reminder of the pain. During this portion of the interview, Lacey described in graphic detail the attack by her abuser and how she landed in the hospital from multiple stab wounds for a month. The details were important for Lacey to recount, but because Lemon Spark is about the spark that stems from trauma, we want to emphasize Lacey's spark, which is truly inspirational and powerful. So now let's turn to what, what was your spark? Before, I, I was very interested in art. I, I loved drawing. I was in an art class that year, too. Um, in the hospital, lots of people came, came and visited me, and they gave me lots of art supplies. And I think that's what really uh, elevated me or took me to that next level art-wise in there for a month and I had nothing else to do but draw. I remember getting this moleskin uh, sketchbook or drawing book and the first thing I drew in there were a pair of brown eyes. These beautiful long lashes and then I just kept filling it up with as much as possible, experimenting with the new stuff people brought me. By the end of the year I was showing the, the AP art teacher my my notebook or my sketchbook and he said I could join the AP art class. Was that something that you had to like be a, at a certain level to get into? Sophomore year I was in art one two because I didn't start art one two until that year and I was I was thinking to myself I'm like I think I'm more developed than most other kids my age with art. I think I can move up because after one two it's three four and then 
five six and then AP um, oh. studio art, which is free for all. There is very very little um, guide. Like you don't need to follow any rules. Like today we're going to draw an apple. Uh huh. Studio art is uh, you can do whatever you want. So uh, I was able to get in that class and. Uh, so you get you were able to skip over three, four, five, six, and get into AP. Yeah. As a sophomore. This was junior year. Junior. I was uh, able to move up junior year, and I'm taking it again this year. Started focusing more on drawing figures, especially women. Just started becoming more myself with art. Um, seeing myself in my pieces. I did one where this lady, she was red. She was supposed to be covered in blood. She's powerful and she's strong. You can tell she's the way she's her stances and um, her facial expression means power. And I think that's where most of my art comes from. It's just the idea of empowerment and being powerful because I felt powerless in that relationship. Didn't feel like I could do much except, you know, mess everything up through my art. I want to show, I hope the world could see my art too, or somebody out there and they can see themselves in the art too. Like I could be that, I could be strong, I can be powerful and I will be strong, I will be powerful. That's, that's my goal with my art this year. You've showed me a couple of your pieces and I've seen some of your pieces posted uh, by your dad and they are definitely demonstrating power. Is there a place that anybody, if, if listeners were curious to see your art, is, are you posting them anywhere yourself that they could find uh, your art and, and look at it? I'm trying to post them more and more. Um, kind of stopped using Facebook. Not as much of a fan as I used to be, but I do post some art um, on my Pinterest. It's uh, Jonah Ripley. I use the a different name because uh, people, you know, look and find me for sure. different reasons. But I've posted some art in there. I've tried to make videos. I've thought about making an Instagram where it's all my art. I need to get it out there more so people can see it and relate to it more. Based on the little bit I've seen, it is very empowering and beautiful and stunning some of the words that come to my mind I think it would be wonderful for people to be able to see your art and see the message the very strong and powerful message that you're trying to put out there if you have anything to share please you know let us know because I would love to be able to let people find your artwork and maybe some of them might be interested in purchasing it. That would be awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So your spark then really was inspiration to create messages of particularly female empowerment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's just terrific. The world needs more of that for sure. And I'm so glad that you are, um, you're putting it out there. And I hope you continue. Is that your plan? Is that your plan to continue creating this kind of art? Yeah. My portfolio this year is, uh, or my sustained investigation for my portfolio in studio art is uh, how can I show nudity as empowerment and not as negativity? I always thought nudity was such a touchy subject and it was in my relationship with him too. 
felt so not in my body with him and I felt disgusting and gross and I felt like I was being used and I want to take that back because it's my body and I should be able to do what I want with this it's it's mine and it's not anybody else's and I I hope I can show other people that too great self-love and feel like you are who you are in your own skin I hope everyone uh feels as beautiful as they are well as an artist you know you you have that opportunity to help help that along so i'm i'm excited to see you know where you where you take your your art and your future it's been just a pleasure talking with you lacy and thank you so much for sharing your story is there anything else that you wanted to to share maybe to anyone out there who who's listening i want them to know that there there's hope there's always hope even though it might seem like you're running in this tunnel and you see the light and you get to the end of that tunnel there isn't you can turn around start over start running the other way you know there's an opening at that end thank you Lacey, so much for joining the podcast excited to see where your future takes you thank you thank you for listening to the lemon spark podcast if you have a lemon spark story to share or know someone who does Please message us on Facebook and be sure to like our page. And remember, it's not the lemon that defines you, it's the spark.